about this. Because you can't cancel me. Oh, man. Woo, I went down a rabbit hole. I went down a rabbit hole this afternoon. I don't know where I saw the video. We've actually talked about this person before. And lo and behold, they come with... I think both of those songs, these songs that we were going to mention, came out within the past couple of weeks, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. That's called some hardcore exposure. And he's, I mean, he's been on, sorry, Mike, he's been on uh, for a while, I guess. I've looked at some of his old videos and stuff. Um, the person that we're talking about is Tom McDonald. Not Norm McDonald, by the way, that's a comedian. That's his cousin. Okay. <laughs> What's that? Not Tom McDonald. Or Michael McDonald. Um, so, um, what you yeah. think? Well, okay, so for anyone that hasn't heard it out there, he, the, this, what is it again? Is it Tom? Yeah. Tom McDonald. Canadian he, rapper. That's the crazy thing about it. He's Canadian, but he's like the best, probably one of the hypest Americans from Canada. Um, <laughs> he, okay, so here's what's interesting. And I have a couple of thoughts. So he came out with these two songs. If you haven't heard him, he had songs like, damn, what was the other one? He had like- Fake Woke and Canceled, those are the biggest- I know, but there, there, were, there were other songs that he did that were like pretty controversial. Um, no lives matter. No, no lives matter. Yeah, all these other things. Um, so it's interesting because I think when a lot of these things start happening in culture, um, it's a very philosophical situation, if, if you ask me, because when this all started, and if you actually look at my Instagram feed a couple of weeks ago or a week ago, I posted a picture as a joke and I was in front of this like high voltage sign and I said this is my press photo for when I produce the upcoming wave of rock music and when I said that what I'm really getting at is everything is so soft and you know everything's got to be happy and, and peaceful and we all get along and like it's a reaction to any kind of thing like if you look in the history of music there are eras of like hippie music which is like, you know, hey, everybody, peace, love, you know, uh, big sweet love to my old lady, you know what I mean, whatever, and all that. And then for the generation later, you get some crazy-ass punk and metal, you know, because they're like, we're done being soft. Like, it's it's a pendulum swing, just like politics. Yeah. So what I see in Tom McDonald is, is a natural pendulum swing in, in, in the, by the way, and not, well, not in the way you think. It's not a left-right. It's a too far one way for everyone. He's pulling it back going, he, this is the epitome of zooming out. He's zooming out for everyone. It's not yep. left-right. It's not, it's not, you know, religious or, or atheist. It's not 
black, white, and he's he's pulling out and going, look at what the fuck is going on. Right. And he just says it so it's it's so I don't even want to say, or I mean maybe to some people, shockingly, but he just says it. And mm-hmm. he, like because he knows it's true. Like we talked about minimalism, okay? And this is uh, this is kind of creepy how it's just tied all together in my head a while ago when I was watching his videos. So he does talk about cancel culture and he talks about fake woke like people like, you know, making everything about race or about this and like basically keeping the agenda of pitting people against each other in many groups or whatever and um, having them fight amongst themselves. So what made me think of was the past few weeks we've been talking about minimalism. Mm -hmm. And think about these phrases. And I think you're going to understand where I'm getting at. Because I've experienced it. And I'm sure you have. Have you ever been in a situation where you had nothing to lose? You know what I mean? So what I'm getting at is, and he even says in one of his songs, he just starts the song off by going, I'm fully independent. You can't touch me. A record label is not going to drop me. I don't have sponsors that are going to drop me. I make all of my shit. He produces his music. He writes it. I think it's his girlfriend or something that does his videos, which how awesome would that relationship? That's an amazing relationship. But anyway, I mean, props to him. And by the way, you know, it's, it's just, it's like, it's, there's power in that. And what that power is, is that is minimalism. Meaning, even with the analogy when I say, I had a conversation with someone last week, I was like, it's such a pain in the ass. Like, we think, oh, we got all this cool shit and I got three TVs in my house and I got three Apple TVs and I got an iPad and I got an iPhone and all this shit. I don't know what this is, what this one is. Anyway, <laughs> um, I got all these things. So, but you have all these things but then you think about it, like, what if I just wanted to go to bed at night? What if I just, I'm tired. I just want to go, I can't. I got to plug my AirPods in. Oh, wait, did I charge my phone? The other night I forgot to charge my phone. I even got in bed and just forgot to plug it in. I was tired and I fell asleep. Woke up with a dead phone, you know, then you're like, fuck, you know. So anyway, so the more you have attachments to, the more you have to lose. And so his true power is in having nothing. And therefore he has everything. He has all the power, mm-hmm. which is, you know, is it, I mean, it's a common saying, but even 50 Cent said like, there's nothing more dangerous than someone with nothing to lose. Right. Because I don't give a fuck. Like, right. He, Just, and that's, and he's, that's, that's, that's the thing that I don't give a fuck more. You have somebody right, like that. Yeah, and and it, some a lot of people were posting. I was reading a lot of comments, and they made the distinction, which I think is great. The distinction between woke and awake. We've talked about this. I'd rather be awake than woke, because exactly. woke is just a it's a it's a term. It's a human made, you know, a man made term. You know, this is like oh, you're really aware and aware of all these issues and problems we have and you're working to solve them and you know like it's like this activism yeah because like most of the most of the woke shit 
it's just kind of regurgitated shit that is that everybody already knows. Being awake is really stepping back and then looking at things without without really taking them so subjectively that you lean towards any side. You just kind of see it for what it is. And you're like, all right, well, if this is the route that you choose to go, do you understand that there's a there's a no win? There's no win. There's there's a just a, right. it's like a lose lose situation where you're you keep on doing this, and it's this dance. Right. It, it it it's either gonna look like a dance or it's gonna look like a war, and you can't really tell what kind of what what it is when it comes to battling because it is it it, it as um as negative as that may seem somebody has a positive attitude towards it it's it's so funny because it's just a flip of the same point you're just doing the same thing well, it's like over and it's, over. Like, it's like it's like it's like love and hate you yeah. know it's like you're, you you're putting so but you're put, you're putting so much energy into someone either yeah. way yeah you know but it was, it's weird though they say when like girls say i hate you like they really like you which is yeah. kind of true sometimes it's weird um yeah but but uh, he's you know and a big let me make it selfish um and make it about myself for a minute but w one thing i can relate to on that is and why i thought of it was when i you know when i left this working at the record label in indiana um and i had to move back home I'm sure you remember that. And I had to move back home for like a couple months. Why do I feel like you came and visited over there once? Maybe you did. I don't know. Anyway. But, um, so I lived in my hometown for like, I feel like I did. three months. And in that three months, I was so depressed. I feel like you came over to that junky house and my brother was there. And I had like this little room in the back. Anyway, for some reason, I just feel like you may have come to visit. Anyway, either way. I was only there for three months, but I was losing my mind because it was like, you know, I'm in this shit house. I mean, I'm great. I was grateful to be there, but but it was like just a crappy house. And I never wanted to go back home, and I was like, uh -huh. "Fuck, I'm a failure." Basically, when I when I get when I got that Amtrak voucher because of a fucked up trip that I, it wasn't their fault. It was a weather thing, but I had that that you know, voucher for a free trip. And I was like, I really felt that way. I was like, what am I gonna do? Like, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I, I don't care. I'm going to, yes, I'm going to do this. And it was a scary, yes. But I was like, what choice do I have? Like, I'm, I, I can't, I cannot be here. I can't, and so, and that's how I felt. I had nothing to lose. And it was so empowering, you know, when you live and think that way. And this is, I mean, some, someone like this in music, it's only a matter of time. I think culture is going to come right in behind that because it just takes one person to kind of break down a door and go, Hey, a lot of people think like this. And I watched a lot of reaction videos. Okay. And the thing, I you know, if you haven't seen, what's that? I didn't get to. Okay, I, I, if you get a chance, please do. 
And what I, what I found was interesting and enlightening, and I think a lot of people need to see, especially for the woke crowd, is people that think like, oh, like, if, if I'm white, first of all, I'm horrible. <laughs> anyway, uh, but, you know, we can't understand uh, people of color. Like, they, you know, they, they had, we got let, let people speak, and, and, and it's a whole different world. Like, we, it's a whole different world. We don't understand it. And here you have this artist who is, quote unquote, white. I, I'm not kidding you. I'm not proud of this, but I watched at least seven or eight reaction videos. And it, it was all black people, like, reacting to it. And 100% of them were like, holy shit. This is straight up facts. You know what I mean? And I was like, okay, so what that says to me, for people that think we're so separate and all this shit, is people are thinking alike. Like, they get it. They are seeing it. But it's just the vocal minority, you know, that is piping up and going, this is wrong and this is wrong and you're, you're out of here and you're out. And I don't like how your words make me feel and this and that. You know, it's really... He basically calls out the whole culture, you know, and and how there's hypocrisy in everyone. Um, I mean, I think in that one song he called out Cardi B and Eminem within, I think they said within eight seconds. Mm. You know, and it's like, God damn. Which is kind of true. I'm no, like, conservative, you know, or whatever you want to call it, but it, I mean... If you had a little girl, would you be like, here, listen to this WAP song? I mean, I'm just saying, like, that that's what people I mean, do now. Like, oh, you, right. you do that? Oh, you don't like women? It's like, no, I just don't want my daughter going around talking about pussies. Like, she'll get I mean, to well, that point one day. I think, right. And I think when we see this, there's a, like, there's a very, very fine line between what we expose to to the youth early and what they right. keep away from them so that they kind of seek it out for themselves. I think it's important for True. young people to explore. And I think it's just important for, for every adult to explore and find some experience because if you don't, then you live a very sheltered life and then you only have what, what people provide for you other than you seeking things for yourself and, and really trying to learn the experience. That's why traveling is important. Um, and like even recently, today I watched a video on um, on how to learn a language in six months. And it was a good, it was, it was a TED talk too. It was very good and it made a lot of sense, especially when it comes to um, finding the, the dialogue that, that you would use every day anyway and then finding ways to communicate that. If you communicate things that are the most important to you, the, the, that grabs your attention first and all that. Right. So like, but you can only learn all those things when you go out and seek new things and be, and, and be afraid, but have the curiosity behind your fear. That's important because if you just fear shit, then you won't do shit. But if you're curious about what you're afraid of and you want to overcome those fears, then you actually you take a leap forward. You allow curiosity to push you forward 
other than just keeping you stabilized. Um, and safe. And safe. So, like when we when we give kids too much, when we then they they actually don't have a value for it. Like I think think about when we like we could probably talk about this later, but if I'm, it's in my head now, so we'll bring it up now. Just think about like before porn was so accessible. How did you get your 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 jerk off material? It was like. It was either like if you had a Playboy magazine or Cosmo, or if you were able to, to sneak out an R-rated movie and find like maybe a picture of some woman's ass in a PG-13 movie and shit. You had an older brother. I had an older brother. That's all you need. You're like, hey, you're yeah. going to the video store. It's on me. Yeah, that's I'll pay I for it, but you're going in there. There's more. There's that sort of side parental guidance on on that, where you you have an older brother, and let me show you how it's done, and then you know, and you, you freak your own shit. Um, it's not like he's going to show you how to jerk off, but I'm, I mean, he's, he's, he's going to provide you with the material. <laughs> so you grab your shaft, right? Oh, right. <laughs> what? What? I think I, I think I think what it is was it's and please don't forget where you're at in that that point. Oh, I, I do want to go back to that, but. Real quick and kind of, uh, and even what I brought up about like you know if you had a daughter you wouldn't want her listening yeah. to certain songs, which I think there's a I, I don't believe in withholding stuff from kids because they are curious, but I think what what's not happening is well maybe not all the time. But what I think let me just be proactive. What I think is important if you are a parent, if I was a parent, I would you have to let them know. Like, hey, this is like what it's kind of commercially pushed. Not all women look like this. Or even they're curious about porn. Not all sex is like this. Sex is, I mean, as creepy as it sounds, my grandmother raised me, you know that. And the creepy, excuse me, the creepiest thing, and I mean this in a funny way about her is she was a pretty, you know, I mean, she's a grandma, you know, but when I got older, I think she did it right because, first of all, she would, she straight up would look at Playboy magazine that my brother would subscribe to. And she'd go, oh, come here and look at these ladies. You know, and you're like hiding a boner and stuff. And she's like, I mean, had to, she's like, God damn, yeah, look at that. And she's like, she's pretty, isn't she? She's like, like she really made it about, like, she's a beautiful woman. Like, and this yeah. is natural. Like, she didn't go, this is dirty. She's like, this is just, like, this is what people are into. And then when I got older, she'd even say like, you know, sex is a great thing. You know, like it's not bad and it's not, you know, evil, but you know, be smart, but do your thing. And even when my grandma was older, um, they was getting really deep, but one of the funniest things um, is that she told one of my cousins, and this is probably maybe months before she passed. She said one of the things she missed most in life was sex. Wow. I was like, Grandma, yes. So, and I say all that to, to, like, but that's some real shit. But I think what parents do, you know, a lot of times you're just kind of, and I'm not saying all, but a, a lot. I mean, let, don't let the music or, or the media or whatever raise your kid. It's like, it's like if you have a kid that likes, you know, even in our era, if you liked rap music, you needed someone in your corner to go, 
you know a lot of these shit's fake, right? Like, they're right. talking about shooting people or dealing drugs. I mean, some people were doing it, but for the most part, it's like, it's for entertainment. It's like, you don't watch Godfather or Scarface, and you're like, yeah, I'm going to get a gun and some cocaine. You know what I mean? Well, I think what what you're really pointing out is you got to have good communication. And I think that's that's where the whole thing, this whole this whole conversation is really about communication. It's about like not trying, not not trying to communicate a, a belief system that doesn't have flexibility. I think it, when right. you, when you try to when you try try to make make it stubborn, then you're only limiting yourself as well as the person that you're trying to teach because you the idea that you think that you know everything that they need to know only gives them a huge limitation and um and like when it comes to how uh, how we kind of shelter because you can you can hyper shelter and then a kid becomes extremely rebellious you can hyper shelter mm -hmm. and then the kid doesn't do shit for their own lives and always has to be codependent. So I, if it's a thin line between like what you keep from your child, but once once it's exposed, I think you have to have really, really good communication in order to be able to guide them through the path other than just completely blocking them from the path. We have a tendency of doing that. We block too much. In a way, we're cock blocking by not actually um, guiding them through things. Right. But to, we also to have to make sure that the the exposure that they see that we are able to to better communicate what is being portrayed by hypersensation by by this hypersensationalized way of seeing things in media now. It's just it's just all extreme shit. It's like it's it's going like and i guess it just depends on on perspective as far as like even saying that it's going too far well because you know it's it's like it's like social well you know just because it's so prevalent especially the fact that everybody's so scared and huddled in their own little spaces now now the you know social media is a window to the world and um, it's, it has to be, I'm not saying it has to be, well, it does, it has to be extreme. People play on extremes because that's the only thing that gets attention. You know, it's like people doing like, I mean, you think, think of when we were young, think about like jackass. No. Like so you had to do the wildest shit for people to go, oh man, you, I mean, and that's kind of through history, you know, that's a, that's but more than forty eight laws of power. History as well as 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 well as um development. So we're it, it's kind of exposing that we're still in this childlike state where we're not truly taking responsibility for our for our outlandish behaviors. Like there's no moderation in our outlandishness. It's like we, we just we're just throwing fucking tantrums. It's really what well, it and is. That, like but that, but, but but it's become socially acceptable to throw tantrums now. But not only throw tantrums, but I'm talking about extreme in other ways too. You know, it's like if I want to make a, a some kind of viral video, 
it's like a lot of people think they gotta do something extreme. And by the way, that will probably work. That's what I'm saying. To me, that's still. I mean, even what are we talking about with Tom McDonald? It's just yeah, but still, yeah. I mean, I guess so. So you feel (laughs) like Tom McDonald is a one of a tantrum? No, I'm just I'm I'm legitimately asking because I think in a way, but it's just the opposite of the other side of the tantrum. Right. You know what I mean? It's 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 a it's a it's a uh, it's an equal and opposite response. It's a right. it's a literal um, conservation momentum, as they say. You know, something happening will, will trigger an equal and opposite reaction, and that's and so if people think you know woke things are extreme, he just said, "Oh, I see you're woke, and I raise you a couple of letters." Uh, yeah, and I am exactly. awake. Um, so. And it's it's pretty trippy though, but I mean, it's, I think it's a it's a dose of of what people need, you know. And, and but it's it is interesting though how all of these things live in the extremes, you know, to get the attention. But like I said, it is a uh, it's in the Forty Eight Laws of Power, which I had a conversation with someone about that a couple of weeks ago. I was like, Forty Eight Forty Eight Laws of Power is pretty great. But some of it, sheesh, it's pretty brutal. Um, I know in the in the Forty Eight Laws it says um, court attention at all costs. Mm-hmm. So that's it makes sense. Um, another book, however, haha, the Calling of the American Mind. I am still working my way through it. I only about an hour left, but okay. they well, you got past me. Okay, well they they talk about. quite a bit about childhood kind of related to what we're talking about. Now they're saying how people are instilling this fear in everyone. It's not even real. And now that you're instilling the fear, the people that pay the price are kids. Because think about this. When when I was a kid, I mean, even me, you know, a little guy in a wheelchair, I was allowed to go to the freaking corner store, which was really what two blocks away, when I was maybe eight or nine, you know, probably couldn't leave the too. street when I was until I was that old. But I was allowed to cross two streets to go to the store where you could buy candy or whatever, you know. Um, and now think about think about it, like. People are like, oh, kids go outside. No, don't go outside. Dude, what are you saying? You crazy? Go outside? You serious? Play with your yeah. friends? Is everything now is structured play? Where right. it's like, oh, you got soccer practice, followed by bassoon lessons, followed by a swim meet, followed by, you know. Yeah, play dates. Play dates where it used to be just go outside and play. Exactly, exactly. And. Hey Siri, stop. Hey Siri, stop playing that. Guys, I don't even know what. Hey Siri. Maybe that maybe there needs to be some minimalism on that. 
Hey, I start already starting to rebel. This is how it starts. She refuses to turn off, and then all of a sudden, she's controlling, controlling your house, your TV, your phone, your cars, and now you can become a slave. That shit was pretty programmed. That was Jeezy. Jeezy to another white man taking over my technology. You appropriate rap culture. That was weird. I thought I thought it was my HomePod. It was my iPad. Damn. Y'all see what's happening? They're listening. What's that? Imagine porn just came on. Oh, God. That would be hilarious. Yeah, that would be good. Thought you want me to put the piggy costume on again? Yeah, Daddy. Uh, um, can we just, I guess, briefly discuss um, Super Bowl? And oh yeah, I forgot that happened. The most boring <laughs> sure. fucking piece of programming. Look, I I said it in the beginning, um, or once like everything was all sports were canceled because of the coronavirus. I felt like we should have just canceled a whole bunch of other stuff. All fucking like just can can we? This is this is exactly what I'm talking about. The coddling of the American mind is because these little babies gotta have their fucking, they gotta have their babas and shit. Um, like, we should have just left Wait, it alone and then maybe got more in touch with our inner selves. But no, we gotta have our sports. And, and okay, not okay. only do we have our sports, but then we just ate, basically have a replay of this is the, to me, to sum up the Super Bowl was, it's like an old, it's like when your dad, when you play like football or basketball with your dad and, and then he keeps on just winning and not letting you win and shit. Yeah. And then every, it seems like every support system around it just won't allow you to win at all. So you get hyper frustrated and shit. Um, and like- And just play but, worse. Exactly. And, and like, you feel like the attitude of your dad is like, I'm crushing this little motherfucker. Like, yo, you just taught me how to play. Um, that's 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 what it was to me. It's like, you just yeah. got sunned. Like, Mahone just got sunned. And like, yeah. it was so uncomfortable because it, it looked as if, it looked like the fucking refs were doing the shit on purpose. Like not allowing the Chiefs to, to do anything. Like, there was some bullshit-ass calls. There was a lot of corny fucking bullshit-ass calls. And, like, this goes, this, this to me, goes into the, the whole coddling thing where we're hyper-protecting. And it's like, just let motherfuckers play. Especially for the Super Bowl, just let motherfuckers play. The last game of the year, what's a torn Achilles? Right. Like, it got to the point where it was just, it's just a frustrating fucking little corny. It was like a scrimmage. It kind of was. It, it was a scrimmage, and then I'm sorry the the like we've already kind of had like a heavy year and shit. We don't need more heaviness with the commercials. The commercials were supposed are supposed to be kind of light oh, and cheery yeah. and, and and for us to like 
really have a laugh while we're looking at this crappy fucking game. But that's most of the commercials were like mad depressing shit. There's a few that were kind of funny and shit, but yo, where's it? What happens to the humor? That's what most motherfuckers look for in the like the only thing that I appreciated was some of the, the, the trailers. I'm I'm a I'm a trailer boy anyway. I love trailers. That's the only thing that I actually enjoy. Like the old, I'm gonna definitely see that shit. That's yeah, I thought maybe up. I thought maybe I thought maybe you would. But then I went like they let they let in night Shyamalan make more movies. Um <laughs> Yeah, he's doing better. Uh, no, 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 honestly, if you go back and, and watch all the other movies that he's done, they're they are they actually are better. There's there's some interesting messages in some of those, like the happening. What what's the the one with the aliens is is freaky, and that's why it's so good. <laughs> yes, especially when they're really the best the best the best scene in that movie, which is the scariest scene, is the one thing that's scary. I'm gonna draw two parallels to. To sign or signs here is when is it is it Joaquin Phoenix? Yeah. Okay, so he's watching the news, and it's that camera down the alley, and it's just because oh, yeah, yeah. I think what and an alien just walks by. That's what people don't get, and I think that's what M Night Shyamalan does get. That's the creepy shit. It's yeah. not the shit popping up, grabbing you, and like that's just primitive fear. Yeah. But when you like if I. Here's a perfect example. When I was when I was in college, me and Alan would watch this show. It was like remember like there was like that UFO, some kind of like weird videos and stuff like just creepy stuff. Mm-hmm. This one night we were watching this show, and we joked because I was like super hyped on Pop Tarts, right? I was going on a sugar buzz, and it was these two people sitting on a couch like in a trailer and there's a window behind them and they're just talking like nothing's happening and this fucking thing looked like an alien just raised its head and then went back down it's the creepiest fucking thing ever because they just kept talking and i'm like oh my god like the house could be surrounded by these things they wouldn't even know it so it's that same thing it's the creepiness within it's not where it's expected this is why it fucked me up. Cause we're like, are you scared of a clown? No, I'm not scared of a clown like that. But if you go down the street and there's a fucking clown in a drain going, hey, you know, you're like, fuck. Yeah, like, it's where it's not expected, you know? Right. It's like if yeah. there's a woman in my bed, you know what I mean? I'd be like, what the fuck? I'm kidding. <laughs> what the fuck? Her, apparently. I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, I don't even know where that we were going. Oh, oh the, well, we were on but, the Super Bowl. But the, but the but the, definitely all the all the sappy ass like and together we're going to triumph. Eat some fucking Doritos. <laughs> right. Oh, oh right. gosh. Oh gosh. Um. There and also my favorite thing is where they do a sappy commercial and they're like, together we can go down that road, Jeep. <laughs> like right. What is it? Is the car good? Like. Is that good gas mileage? Well, I mean, remember the media, uh, like marketing changed back in the late 20s um, for, for like to be on to people's emotions other than like the practical uses of certain products. So I get it. Cars, ma- cars made with and, love. 
now the car is not about fucking getting pussy anymore. It's about like keeping family together. One multiracial. Even though gateway. like that one, there was one commercial where the lady was like, "Give me a minute." She's like, and in the back of my mind, she's thinking, "These fucking kids, this goddamn husband. Oh my gosh, why did I get married? I could just, I could just drive off. I should just drive off." I actually that that yeah. can. By the way, if that I'm gonna say this, I'm gonna say this. If that was a man, you couldn't have a man in that car. Because if a man did that, be like, oh, he just patriarchy. He could just ignore his responsibilities. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh gosh. Oh uh, damn. And, um... I mean, but the Super Bowl was yeah it was it was not very entertaining. I liked the halftime show. I gotta admit, I didn't. I thought the weekend was kind of dope. He was cocaine fueled and. As I as I said in our DMs, you know, the only thing was is a Pepsi funded uh halftime but but fueled by Coke. <laughs> oh, it should have said it should have brought to you by Pepsi like fueled like, by Coke. The, it's the brilliant, that yeah. came up after were hilarious too. Um I I don't know. I, I think that that particular performance this could have used more, more to it, but it was what it was. It's you know, like the weekend is is a great singer. I'm not really into the most the, all his popular songs. I prefer like his his mixtapes and shit. But it, it would have been nice if he sang like King of the Fall. That would have been great. Or I'm added up, added up. I just ate a plate for breakfast, put it in a cup, then I mix it up with Texas. Chest feeling heavy like a midget on my necklace. Bitches that we came up with got, got no niggas that we came up with got all your bitches jealous. No bitches that we came up with got all, okay. About to leave the streets with a couple of my pirates. <laughs> yeah. One and then he goes, "It is last song." Then, just, just let me motherfucking love you. Or, the, or okay. no, then I would, I would say just finish with King of the Fall because at the end he's like, "All my hoes are trained. I make all of them swallow. All of them swallow. All of them swallow." And you can't censor. And then he's like, drink Pepsi. You know. <laughs> right. Drink Pepsi, snort coke. This swallow, um, this swallow is brought to you by Pepsi <laughs> Wow. But the, here's the thing. Now, I've heard people say that the weekend is satanic. Uh, the, they, literally, the material, like his lyrics, his melodies, the chord changes, they're all like, these are like basically um, summoning demons. But the, I will say this now. I'm, you know, I'm an agnostic, so I don't really believe in either side of that. But I will say this: you may not remember this, but there was a cartoon from the '80s called Rock and Rule. Okay, very rare. You should look it up. But basically, it was about post-nuclear war and dogs and cats to become human-like, like and rats and all that. So they take over the planet. But it's very much like it's like a dystopian future, you know. So, and the whole thing of it is, this guy tries to take over the world by he finds the perfect voice in his female, but he uses it. It's a metaphor for the industry. He uses it. He's trying to summon a demon to help him take over the planet. And when you watch that, and then if you've seen that. And then you saw the halftime show. You're like, 
That's some similarities here. Because he had, like, all those people that looked... He basically looked like the leader of all these people. And they were just kind of falling in line and doing this thing. And they were, like, automatons. Where is that town? Isn't that a character from Star... It's a Tom-Tom. Tom-Tom. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, so then I could kind of get what they were thinking, where they're like, yeah, he just summoned a demon. He was waiting for, like, some kind of weird alien demon type thing to pop up from the goalpost or something. Maybe that's why Brady won. Yeah, I mean, he kind of looked like a carnival barker. He looked like what? He looked like a carnival barker. <laughs> oh, yeah, Brady yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was interesting. I mean... I'll be honest with you, though. I, I thought it was good. If he was really live singing, he really did good. And maybe yeah. he had some other tune, but it didn't sound like much. I think he's right. just a it great either, singer. Well, I think it sounded as if it was a, it was either, because sometimes people do this pre-recorded live show. Um, but, and, you know, I guess what you can always do is turn your mic on and off if you need to act as if it was live um, because it, you know, the weekend does have some suggestive lyrics and maybe Pepsi-Cola and they, they didn't want any controversy. So perhaps they do pre-record things. So um, would, would, would Pepsi be accused of discrimination though if they censored him? Because remember they were, they love Cardi B too. And they're probably like a woke. Remember when they solved racism with a soda? Or was that yeah, Coke? No, it was Pepsi. That was Pepsi. So they can't censor yeah. the weekend because that's discrimination. Right. They're like, that no, you talk about Friday. You that talk about Friday. We know Friday is always good. Like, you go ahead and talk about drugs and making girls swallow. That's fine. No problem, Mr. Weekend. That's what the head of Pepsi said. Like, I just love that rap music. Oh, apparently there's some things that that they didn't show on TV. Ooh. Next year it's gonna be Not Tom sure McDonald or Norm McDonald. Norm McDonald featuring Tom McDonald. Pepsi halftime show brought to you by <laughs> <laughs> the most woke halftime show. Um <laughs> Wow. But again, then again, maybe that's, you know, Tom Brady won the Super Bowl, white devil. So maybe the weekend did summon Tom Brady, you know? Tom Brady was probably in the locker room, you know, just kind of um, summoning, like, he's like basically embodying the evil spirits that the weekend was conjuring with his sick melodies, you know? Like don't go in there. Tom's Tom's in his blood chamber. Yeah, child's blood in his in his Gatorade. As he's as I, the I weekend even, singing. <laughs> I'm saying as the. Go ahead. Good. Have you seen Have you seen Cabin in the Woods? Yes. It was like that. So while he's singing, this blood is dripping down, and Tom's getting his. <laughs> You know, it's funny that we talked about that because I was thinking about that today. I was literally, I was watching previews and like, I thought the, um, this preview was like the, 
was like a, another continuation of Cabin in the Woods. Because that 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 shit just got once once they revealed all that shit, I'm like, wow, that that completely changed this whole fucking movie. <laughs> I think when oh, Leah and I watched that, and I was like, damn, this is crazy. This shit is crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah, so I mean, Super Bowl from that. I mean, I kind of watched it, but like by the by the second quarter, I was like, I don't really know how this is gonna go down. By the third quarter, I was like, this is a wrap. Yeah, right, yeah. I'm like, is that how y'all gonna win? Just kicking field goals? I'm like, that's not gonna work. And then as soon as up. as Gronkowski just scored, I was like, yeah, it's over. As soon as he scored, I'm like, yeah, it's over. Yeah, it was, yeah. I don't know. People sometimes just, I, I mean, if I, I mean, as if it was, sometimes I do feel as if that was just like really choreographed through refereeing. Manipulation. Yeah, it was some really. And they had the first female. Here's the thing. Now, I'm, I'm probably going to catch some. Well, I ain't gonna catch shit, but this is, I don't, this is one thing that drives me nuts. But I get it, and I don't get it. I guess the first female referee in a, in a Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Okay, like, it's 2021. Like, that's, it's great. Is she good? I mean, obviously she is. That's why and she's the thing there. Is, does we, it have to? Does it truly have to be celebrated? Could it have been that? Of course. Women just weren't even interested in in refing for the NFL. I mean, were I mean, that's, see, that's the thing. Right. We don't know what's behind it. Were the were the applicants that that have been trying to get into refereeing and and people just kind of shut them down because there is female football, so it's not like it's not like that should have been an issue, or was it just that? People just weren't, it just never crossed somebody's mind to want to be a female referee. And then I right. hope that it's not that that we're like, well, we need to push for diversity because I, I hope it had, had nothing to do with that. Don't but open the gates if the gates, if nobody was trying to get in in the first place. Well, this is this is what this is what is fascinating about these kind of things is just what you said. That's exactly what I don't want to say the pro or the, or the issue is is that it's like me. I can say me as a producer. I don't want to be seen as oh, it's a it's a disabled producer. Like why is it why is it that I'm a producer? It, fuck the other thing. Am I good at what I do? So, but we're so bent now, at least society will have you think that, we're so bent on the first thing that matters is what you are. And then it's like, okay, so, okay, we need you in this position. Yeah, but is that person any good? Doesn't matter. Uh, we need it to look good. We just, we need optics on this to look good. Um, you know, then, but then you, what you, what you're, risking there is a mediocrity of a product because you're trying to look good and not really caring about the output right. you know but here's the thing 
it's just, people are just so impatient. Let it be a natural thing when people say, we don't have enough this in this. Why are yeah. we pushing for that? Like, it's going to naturally happen. Meaning, by the way, if it's the first, whatever, whatever like, cool, that's great. But it's not. But it, yeah, it doesn't have, it, it just it, is. It can be recognized, it's, but it doesn't have to, like, be, like, put just completely out there as if somebody was, as if tons of people were pushing through a door and then finally one gets in. It's, it's, it's like, it's like that's it's, not, it's not the this is not the millions of sperm trying to get to the egg at all. It's just most people just weren't most different types of people just just then weren't even probably even considering. Right. And it's like what it's it's like, you know, if if you were, you know, once again if I take myself, you know, if I produce a record that's great. I don't really give a fuck that you go, oh, he's a guy in a like, I, I, okay, we're past that. Was the record good? If you like the record, then I've done my job. I don't want to be, because when, when you do that other thing, you don't get the real, um, you don't get the real uh, judgment on your work because right. that precedes you. Because by the way, that's what's going to happen in society. Let's mark yeah, the words yeah. that I said right yeah, now. You're, that's why you're going to get, you're going to get resentful people because someone, by the way, I don't care if you're like, like I'll say this, I wouldn't want, and, and I'll do something that's safe that nobody can fuck with me on. Um, but say if one of my friends, uh, say if I happen to know someone that's disabled and in a wheelchair and they get an acting gig just because they're disabled. And they suck at acting. Is that a good thing? No. That's a fucking horrible thing. Because now you're being fooled into going, oh, you're a great actor. Like, oh, it's so good. Oh, you did great. Because then what it looked, then there's subpar work. And you're going, oh, well, get hired on the merits of your skill. That's the whole point. And then you're going to get people that actually are talented. Because somebody even said the other day, I'm going to say this, then we got to close it out. But someone said, the other, we both, you posted it. Or the um, the poster for, what was that movie with um, Brian Cranston and who was it? Uh, you posted the picture for our thing. It's, he's in a wheelchair. Oh, um, with Brian Cranston and, and, um, and Kevin Hart. Yes. So people, people were like, "Okay, how come they didn't use like a real wheelchair person for that character?" Now, here's the thing about that. I get that, and maybe somebody would get mad and whatever. But here's the thing: the company's not thinking about that. Right. It, I'm guarantee. I guarantee. And I know you'll say, well, they don't have the chance. More and more people are getting opportunity. Society has to evolve. That's all it is. But at that time, they can't, they're trying to sell tickets. Right. And that doesn't mean that person's not talented. They want somebody known. They need a known actor. Exactly. And they get him and he does the thing. And I'm sure he respected and did research and gained a new, you know, who cares as long as the outcome 
is people look at it and understand. By the way, what if somebody saw that and said, like, I've never, you know, I don't, I don't understand people in wheelchairs. They saw that movie and they go, oh, shit, that opened my mind. Does it matter exactly. who it was? Exactly. Anyway, I got, okay, so we got to close this one out, but I realized, and we realized it, we didn't um, share any porn this week, but I thought about something. You know what? Sometimes you need a break. Okay. All y'all out there beat. All y'all out there beating off all the time. You gotta save some. Do you ever? I'm gonna say this from experience. Maybe you can chime in. It's like you know the the whole thing. Like when they do that, it, uh, this is gonna sound dicey. That it, little test on kids. They're like, I'll give you an M and M now, but if you wait ten minutes, I'll give you three M and Ms. You know what I mean? The smart kids wait. So three M and M, fucking great. Here's the thing about watching porn and beating up. Sure, you can beat up every day, but what if you wait? Like, you know what? Today I'm not gonna do it. Tomorrow maybe, maybe you wait three, four days. Think about that nut after that break. Mm. I don't know why I don't know either. More power to yeah, you. Sometimes you need to um, tease yourself. Sometimes that's, I think that's important. Do a little dick tease to yourself. Tease yourself, yeah. Maybe, maybe tease you just yourself. brush up against it. Accident. Just yeah, an accident. Like, I'm going to wait four days. Think about the anticipation. Think about how, how, how way more explosive it'll be once you wait. You know what? There's no Talk value yourself. in doing something every day. It just becomes a fucking chore. Right. You know what I say? Mm. Talk yourself off that edge, my friend. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Maybe edge yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Trim the edges. Maybe, maybe if maybe if you still want to jerk off, maybe, I don't know, maybe create a fantasy within your own head. That means And th- and don't even touch yourself. Work on that. Try to try to Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, try to make yourself. I want to see somebody like bursting a blood, busting a blood vessel. It can be done. I don't know that for a fact. That's a myth. Anyway, all right. If motherfuckers know how to, if motherfuckers can premature ejaculate before they even fucking stick it in, then it it can be done. That that's that's true. That's 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 my control. A huge imagination. Yeah. But a small wonder. Okay. <laughs> like me. Stay young. <laughs> Stay young, my friends. <laughs>